due to time, I want to get what I want to talk to you tonight out of the way. If you will look in Isaiah, you will find that the children of Israel are in a major problem once again. And once again, they are calling on God to help them out of their problems. And yes, once again, God, because of his mercy and grace, is helping or going to help the children of Israel out of the problem that they have got themselves in because of their disobedience unto God. And if you open up your Bible to Isaiah, the 10th chapter, verse 27, it says that in that day, the burden will be taken away from your shoulders and his yoke from your neck. And the yoke will be destroyed because of the anointing. So in that day, what is God saying? What day is that? That's the day when Jesus appears on the scene. That's when he comes. When he comes, Jesus is the anointing. And the anointing will break, destroy the yokes. And I want you guys, teenagers, you kids, to listen to me very carefully because this is so important. This little message here tonight. Isaiah 10.27, in that day the Lord will end the bondage of his people. He will break the yoke of slavery and lift it from their shoulders. Can you also put up there 1 John 3.8 for me? 1 John 3.8. But when people keep on sinning, it shows that they belong to the devil. Who has been sinning since the beginning of time? But the Son of God came to destroy the works of the devil. Or you could say that he came to destroy the yokes of the people. The Assyrians were the yoke that was bound around the children of Israel, again, because of what they did, because of their disobedience. And I want to show you an example of what a yoke is on the screen here. This is a yoke. It's wood. Sometimes these yokes can be up to 100 pounds that are put on the backs or on the necks of these oxen. So they are put on the back of the oxen, and then these, these sticks, they go up through the bottom of their neck, and then they are clasped on the top. And when that happens, these oxen can no longer do what they want to do. They can't go where they want to go. They can't do what they want to do. Because they are bound by that yoke right there. And then that yoke also then is put on them a certain way to where then they are pulling heavy loads for the farmers. They could be pulling bricks, rock, stone, trees, timber, whatever it is. Them ox have to do what they're supposed to do because that yoke will not let them go. So therefore, the heavy burden that they have to pull is a lot. And that's what God meant when he talks about yokes and burdens. And tonight, I want to tell you guys that the yokes and the burdens that will try to come upon you and take you over don't start out as yokes and burdens. They start out as fun. 
It starts out fun. Well, I don't see a problem with this or that. It's fun. Yeah, it's fun now when you're kids because it don't look rough. But when you're older, it becomes a burden and it becomes a yoke. If you don't believe me, just ask the parents that are in here. Ask some of the grown-ups that are in here that every Sunday, as they're praising and worshiping God, they're trying to keep from a yoke or a burden from coming back on them that has been gone and has been destroyed from when they were young. Yeah, God destroys the yoke. Jesus destroys it. The anointing destroys it. But yet we still live in the flesh. And therefore, it still tries to come on us over and over and over. Some of us still has yokes and carry burdens today. They haven't been broken yet. They haven't been destroyed yet. Why? I don't know. But it doesn't come as a yoke and a burden. It's fun. But it's a setup. It's a setup from the devil from the beginning. And in school, when you go back this week, when you go back next week, or maybe some of you have started today, there are going to be things that you see, there are going to be things that you hear that's going to make a sailor blush. There's going to be tons of stuff in school today. Today is so different than yesterday. Today it's transgenderism. By girl and by boy, you're going to be hearing in school. Today I feel like a girl. Tomorrow I might feel like a boy. I have a feeling that soon there will be three bathrooms in the public school. Because the public school is enjoying this. They are encompassing this transgenderism. They think it's cute. It isn't cute. Not even a little bit. It's not cute. But so the devil's going to come and it's going to be fun. See, remember, the devil is planning a weapon, fashioning a weapon against each and every one of you. He hates your guts. You know, he hates you when you're a sinner, but when you get saved, he really hates you. He comes to do what? Three things. What are they? Kill, steal, and destroy. And so the devil can't read your mind, but he sees what you're doing. So he's kind of like that guy with a lasso. That's after that little, little cow. Everybody see those programs? I mean, that guy is like following that little cow everywhere. And the lasso is going. And he is waiting for that little cow to mess up, to slow down, to trip, or to fall. And boom, then he's got him. It's like that yoke. I'm just going to wait a little bit longer. A little bit longer. And then snap, the yoke is locked. And in school, you're going to come up against these type of things that I'm going to talk to you about right now. Number one, smoking. Wow, it's just smoking. Big deal. Big deal. It's cool. Yeah, and that's what the devil wants you to believe. Just a couple more puffs. Just another pack. And bam, I'm going to lock the yoke. And that yoke is the cigarettes, and the burden will be the addiction. Cigarettes cost a lot of money, a lot of money. So that's the burden. The other burden will be being outside at 20 below zero. And that body, that burden, that yoke telling you when to go outside to smoke at 20 below zero. You don't want to, but guess what? You have to. The yoke is taking you where it wants to. 
You don't have a choice in the matter because the addiction is the yoke and the burden is I have to go outside and I got to smoke this thing. And then you start to die from the inside out. Everything in your house turns yellow and everything you do smells like smoke. That's the burden. But yet it don't look like that at first. It's fun. It's no big deal. It's a setup right from the devil. It's a setup. And then when it's smoking, ah, what's a little weed? It's going to be legal soon. No big deal. Yeah, no big deal. And it's hashed and it's something else. Sin doesn't stop here. It starts here. It starts with a little dabble. And then it gets bigger and bigger and bigger. Quentin and I were watching TV the other day. And the TV show was, I almost got away with it. Everybody ever see those TV shows, I almost got away with it? Well, there, most of those guys that are, or girls that are on TV, they started when they were young. This particular guy was nine years old. His mother and father got a divorce, and the devil's right there, and he started stealing small little things. At nine years old, how many of you are nine years old? Raise your hands. Nine years old, started stealing. It was fun, he said. Oh, it was fun, all right, till. The bang, the yoke was set, it was locked, and he began to do more and more and more until now he's in prison for the rest of his life. I'm sure he didn't see that coming at nine years old, did he? No, he didn't. Not at all. So smoking starts out fun. Well, how about this one? Boyfriends, girlfriends. I need to have a boyfriend. I need to have a girlfriend at 12, 13, or 14 years old. They're fun. They make me feel so good. What in the world are you thinking? 12, 13, or 14? Isn't there better things to think about? I think there is. Like, hello, how about schoolwork? How about sports? <laughs> how about family? Something like that. You know, if you continue at 12, 13, and 14, and you continue to do more and more and more, the yoke that will be put around your neck if you do certain things will be a yoke you may never ab be able to take off. There's sexual diseases rampant today. And what about kids? Wow. It's crazy. You know, my brother was just like that. I begged him one day, stop it. Stop seeing this 14-year-old girl. You're 20 years old. Don't do it. But she makes me feel so good. I said, I don't care. A blanket can make you feel that good. Run. It's a setup. And my dad almost went to jail because he tried to stop her mother from taking them all the way to Kentucky so they could legally get married. 14 years old and him 20 years old. Oh, it was fun at first. It was great. Until she started having an affair after affair after affair after affair on him with different men. And then finally one day, I get a phone call from him because two guys that she sent went and beat the crap out of him at a telephone booth, and I had to go save his life. It wasn't fun anymore. The yoke was set. The burden was real. Starts out fun, kids. Starts out fun, teenagers. 
But it don't end fun. It ends in real life tragedies. Wow, I didn't mean for it to be this heavy. Sorry. But it's just truth. What about pornography? Are you kidding me? Pornography? It's everywhere. It's everywhere. And the devil's just waiting. One more click on your computer. One more little look on the iPhone. And bam! He's going to snap the lock. And now your mind is going to be messed up. Your marriages are going to fail. You don't know what's going on. All because it was fun at first. No big deal. Yeah, it's a big deal, all right. Let me go back to the boyfriend and girlfriend act for a second. You know, I can't tell you how many women, married women, are in this office back here crying because they found the man that they love, the man that they fell in love with, and yet they can't keep other men out of their head. And so they're back there crying, I don't know what to do. Here's the deal, folks. <laughs> Becoming one isn't when you say, I do. Becoming one is when you commit the act. That's when you're one, not when you say, I do. God meant it to be this way. And yet you love this man now, but yet you can't get the other three out of your head. Because God meant for unity to come when you're one, with the one person for your whole life. The yoke and the burdens are real. Uh, it's pretty quiet in here. Can I hear an amen somewhere? Hmm. Well, I'm just taking my lunch money and buying two tiny little lottery tickets. I'm winning. $10, $20, $30, $50. Remember, the devil is fashioning the weapon against you. It's no big deal. It's fun. Oh, yeah, it's fun. Tell that to the lady that I bought the house from, from the sheriff's sale 13 years ago. I bought a house. I knocked on her door. A lady opened the door. She was very kind and very friendly. I said, hello, do you live here? Yes, I do. I said, I just purchased your house from a sheriff's sale today. You have 30 days to leave. She says, I don't know where to go. I have no place to go. So, being as kind as I was, I put her in a rental property of mine, 840 North Baxter Street. She's still there today, 13 years later. She had her house paid off. She was retired from P&G, and she lost her house gambling. Every month, I still see the $500 check that comes from her retirement fund, don't we? And guess what, folks? The yoke is still there. And the burden is real. She still gambles today. Goes to the boats in Cincinnati every weekend. And I've tried to tell her. And she just can't quit. The struggles are real. It's fun in the beginning. But don't be dabbling because it's a setup from the devil. Hmm. Wow. This is crazy. Ah. <sighs> Some of you kids are sitting here today and your parents aren't with you. You don't live with your parents. You live with your grandparents, your aunts and uncles. Why? Because what your parents did was fun in the beginning. And now they're in prison. I hear it. I hear your stories. I hear your grandparents' stories. They're in prison. They did drugs. They went too far. They're in jail. They don't know what's going on. They live on the streets. I hear all the stories. Why? Because when they were young, 
It was fun. No big deal. The devil hooked him. The yoke is there and the burden is heavy. It's sad. It really is. But I've got a, a good ending. Just wait. It's coming. <laughs> the music you listen to, the places you go, the people you hang out with, the things you watch, the things you taste, the things you drink. It better be pure because if not, it's a setup. Hmm. The weapon that the yoke and the devil has for you is a big one and the lock is even bigger. Now I just came back from kids camp in southern Ohio. It was the Pentecostal Church of God National Regional Camp. And one night while I was there, I really felt the Lord tell me that he wanted for kids and parents and teens to come up that had, it wasn't yokes and burdens, I just found this out here just this weekend, but it was strongholds is what I used against them. Things that they have repented for but they just can't let go of. I want you to come up front. And oh my gosh, I couldn't believe it. I about fell over 100 kids ages 2nd grade to 6th grade, 100 out of 135 kids came up to the altar crying and weeping and teenagers and even some parents came up to the altar. I felt crushed. I can't believe this. And one of my favorite pictures from camp is this picture right here up on the screen. This father come up because he just couldn't handle the stronghold that was overtaking his life and his son walks up afterwards and lays his hand right on his back and starts praying for his dad. That touched my heart so much because the struggles are real. The strongholds are real, the yokes are real, and the burdens are heavy. And it's because of what we do. We as parents can do everything we can to help you, to keep you safe, to watch over you. Yes, all the, all the stuff that you saw up there on leak, where are you going, who's going to be there? Da, 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 da. It's not because we don't love you. It's not because we hate you. Because we don't want you to go through what we went through. We want better for you. And a parent that don't want better than what they went through, you need prayer yourself. I want my kids to be so much better than me. But yet not have to go through what I went through. Not have to have the yokes and the burdens. That's why sometimes we're as stern as we are. Because we don't want to go through those things. And tonight, I'm talking to you. 2 Timothy 2.22 says this. Flee the evil desires of your youth. Whoa. And pursue righteousness, faith, love, and peace. We need to do that at school this year. And let me tell you how easy that's going to be. It's going to be as easy as putting a super large hot pizza in front of your face that has all your favorite toppings and there's a letter that says free on it. Take what you want. And if you're gluten free, it'll be a gluten free pizza. And if you don't eat meat, it'll be a vegetable pizza. It'll be whatever you need it to be. It will be sitting right in front of you. And yet the Lord says, don't taste it. And you're starving to death. That's how easy that's going to be this year. That sounds pretty good. I've given you a lot of hope, haven't I? 
the Bible says that we are, we are weak. He is what? He is strong. We have to depend on God. Lean on Him. Lean on His understanding, not our understanding. Flee from those things. He will help us. He will guide us. He said He's closer to us than a brother. He will help us through these things, through these temptations. But don't let the setup get you. Don't take the bait. Don't take the hook. Because then the pain is coming. The latch will be on. The yoke will be heavy. And so will the burden that you have because of the yoke that you put around your neck. So here's my first thing that I want to do here. I want every parent or every person that's a teacher in school, I want you to come up here first. If you're a teacher in school this year, come on up here because we're going to pray for you first. 